Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, it's Chris and Christina. Today we are going to be talking about the winds of change. (laughs) Actually, today's title is Are You Considering a Change? Chris, what are we talking about today? Do you really want to change? I, um, I've i shared this probably in a previous episode of our podcast, but I used to brag about loving change. Right. Then I realized, dun, God, dun, God dun. showed me, Chris, you like change that you initiate. So life is made up of both, is it not? Right. Change that, has, that may be thrown upon us, mm-hmm. that we don't have a choice but to move with it, to change with it, and then change that we initiate. Right. So today, um, if you're like me, if you're listening, I like to kind of have a roadmap. Where are we going in today's discussion? So I'm going to share my story of recent change, a journey I've been on. Um, we're going to give you some principles to consider if you're considering making a change. And then we're going to go back and unpack those principles based on my story. So let me just jump in. Is that okay? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And I, as a reminder, our episodes usually revolve around some of our own experience. So we don't just make this stuff up. Yeah. It's either our own experience or experience we've had with other people that we've mentored. Hmm. Maybe that's why it's called real life. Life, real life mentoring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's my, what has been my um, change? That's a good question. About last July or so, I had a crisis of belief as it came to my health. I have been a yo-yo dieter for most of my adult life. I have had periods of being really trim and working out, and then I have had periods being not so trim and not working out, and sort of probably the last two years, my health has really uh, declined. So July of this past uh, year, or 2022, I guess, it's 2023 already, I decided to make a change and I made a drastic change with my health. I um, sought out the help of a food eating program. I sought out the help of a health coach and I began to press into some real change with my health. Now, all these months later, I've lost over 60 pounds. My lifestyle has changed. It did not happen overnight. Um, I did a lot more than just changing eating habits. There was some mindset shifts that happened. Um, this, this side of making the change, the benefits are unspeakable. They're unspeakable. It wasn't just my physical health. There's been the byproducts of that. So that's my quick introduction to the changes I've experienced. And we're going to help you walk through what that specifically looks like. So Chris, jump into the bulk of these principles we want to share today. Okay, so I want to just share these with you and we will come back to them. So things to consider when making a change. And there may be more of these. These are ones that came to me. Okay, your life will be impacted, but your change may also impact the lives of others around you, especially those closest to you. Mm -hmm. All right, are you willing to deal with the possible consequences that's uh, critical to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, this change could be difficult and require a great deal of work and maybe even some deep soul searching. Mm. So number three, change which is lasting usually requires a mind shift. Mindset shift, I think. A mindset, yeah. yeah. A, mind, <laughs> a mind shift. What is that? <laughs> a mindset shift. Right. Well, say that three times yeah. in, in a row. 
Uh, we also want you to know a mentor is, a, is great to have as you prepare to make a change and someone to encourage you along the way as the change becomes a reality for you. It's, it can be fun initially to try to make a change, and then as you, the longer you're working toward it, it can be, be difficult. So mm-hmm. when making important changes in your life, choosing humility and putting your pride and independence aside, I believe, is critical. Mm-hmm. This is the time to ask for support and help. Yeah. And you mentioned you had a, a health coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, what roadblocks can you imagine which may try to hinder your change? Because it will come about. Right. I think at this point, we will use my example, but let's talk about some examples of change. So obviously, we're going to talk about my physical, uh, my need to be healthy. But what would be other examples, Chris? Of, of physical change? No, 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 no. Of other changes, like spiritual, mental. Oh, yes. Okay. Because we... In, in mentoring, we say real life mentoring, it has to be holistic. Mm-hmm. And so we are made up of six areas that we focus on. So we are physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, and vocational or educational, depending mm-hmm. where you are in life. Sure. So all of these areas will require ongoing change at some point. Right. So what are some examples? Some examples would be, uh, besides losing weight, it could be actually, um, well, how do I eat healthy? Mm-hmm. That's a change. You could be in pretty good shape, but people have had heart attacks before who were in good shape on the outside, but in, internally they weren't. Sure. So but, what's an example of a spiritual change? Spiritual change could be, well, addressing your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you even have one? Mm-hmm. Do you have a concept of God? Mm-hmm. Um, another aspect of a spiritual change could be Discover the difference between religion and faith. Mm-hmm. And guys, there is a huge difference. Yeah. And that's a whole podcast it added is. to itself. Let's move on to the mental. What would be a, a good example of a mental shift? Oh, okay, you want to make shift. a change mentally, uh, addressing anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. maybe self-doubt, learn to express uh, your thoughts that are in your head. So many people, I will say men, maybe this could be a slanted view, but it seems like women express their thoughts easier than men do. It depends on who we're with. Sure. Yeah, but probably. But being able to, a change could be, I'm going to learn how to get out of my head the thoughts that are there. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about an emotional? Sometimes people confuse the mental versus the emotional, and I'm not here to define and say this is absolutely correct, but what's a good example of an emotional change? Well, I think there are many examples we could use, but I think about addressing anger, mm-hmm. hatred, learning to use your emotions wisely. Oh, that's good. And yeah. not allowing them to control you mm-hmm. and your and your situations or your actions yeah that's yeah. good that that's a huge change for many people yeah what about a relational change a relational change could be addressing unhealthy relationships in your life mm. and we probably all have at least one some of us even more and we can just glide along in life and just fly under the radar and say well this is the best it's going to be right or we can desire a change in relationships and address those Another relational would be learning not to be a people pleaser. Yeah. That actually would also tie into the mental because that's where it begins. Yeah. Relational could be learning how to set boundaries. Yeah. We've got a great podcast on that. We do. A couple podcasts to go. Yeah. Okay. So that would be a good reference there. Slip that in. You like how I did that? I did. (laughs) And then learning, relational, learning uh, how to forgive and moving forward, uh, even if someone else doesn't change. Again, that's all tied into relational. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, give a quick example, if you will, about our vocation or educationally 
making a change? What would be example? Many people would relate to this. Um, I'm going to begin my education, mm-hmm. um, extended or um, advanced education. That's a major change, especially for young people leaving high school, going into college, yeah. or going to a vocational school. Um, changing careers can be an exciting and at the same time, very stressful situation. Right. Well, let's just jump back up. Before you even consider making a change, I think it's important to ask yourself a couple of questions. And the first one is, what do you want to change? (laughs) Maybe you don't want to change anything at all, but I think you've got to ask yourself that question. If we're always growing and moving toward health, um, spiritual health, physical health, mental, emotional, relational health, What is it that we want to change? That's always something to consider. And then for me, what changed everything for me this past July was the why. Why do you want to make that change? Okay, so you want to talk about that? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I want to back up. How many years would you say in your life did you struggle with a mindset about your body? Since I was seven. Okay, that's really young. Why seven? Do you want to share that? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a real painful memory. Okay. But at seven was the first time I was very aware. And I'm, let me, let me backtrack. It's a painful memory that I've been healed from. Okay. I do not feel comfortable sharing it because there's other people involved and I don't want to dishonor their reputation or yeah that's very that is honoring that's fair but at seven i can unequivocally say i was very drawn to my chubby (laughs) seven-year-old self and from then on had body issues at seven at seven left to myself i will see children Mm-hmm. that age younger, a little bit older, and assume they have no worries in their minds about their, their bodies. Yeah, that's no. not You just said Especially that's not girls. true. Yeah. Especially girls. Especially girls. All right. Did you find yourself comparing yourself to other girls at seven? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So here you are many years later. Yep. And you're in your early 50s. Can we say that? I've already said it. I'm there 54. We go. I've already said it. So <laughs> what did you want to change you wanted to change your physical body, but I know you because I'm your husband. Yeah. You wanted to change more than that. Well, I had a lot of what's. What do I want to change? I want to change my pant size. I want to change the shirt size. I'm, I want to change the fact that when I go into a thrift store, I want to be able to go, oh, that's a size large. I'll buy that and not go, ooh, they don't have a double X or a triple X. But the why is what got me. For me, the why, it didn't come automatically. But as I really sat before God and let the Holy Spirit prick my heart about the things that were unhealthy, my why is I want to live on the planet in good physical condition for a long time. I know that I've been shaped and fashioned and formed to give my life away to my girls, my three beautiful adult girls, and to other women. And for me, for God to use me, I can partner with him and get my butt on a treadmill and start being healthy. That was my why. I never had a why so clear before in my life. It was always to get to a size whatever. It wasn't, I'm probably being 54 and realizing my time is short on the planet helped, but that was my why. Would you talk about what some of your, your you, and you just say, I want to be have a smaller pant size or whatever. Uh-huh. What were some of your whys in the past for when you tried to lose weight? Oh, yeah. Just to get to that 
perfect size whatever. Yeah, if I could only weigh this, if I could only wear this size, that were, that was my whys. I want to feel good in my clothes. And quite frankly, when I was younger, I want to look good. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with wanting no, to look good. There's no, not. Uh-uh. We need to honor our bodies because they, God's given them to us. But, you know, can you, I don't know that you can watch a commercial on a weight loss program or foods or whatever, even diet doctors sometimes. Yeah. And the right motivation may not be there. No. It, okay. It focuses on appearance. <clears throat> and because at seven, uh, my my appearance, my identity was was targeted. That has always been my why to fix the appearance. You know, I think that little seven year old was trying always to be seen as not the chubby seven year old. And so this time around, that wasn't even in the picture. And well, how do you know that? Well, I know that because I'm not walking into a room going, oh, I wonder who's going to notice the weight loss. I wonder who's going to notice and ask me how much weight I've lost. That, that happened before? Oh, yeah. Now I'm walking into a room so confident, um, not because I've lost this weight, but confident. And I'm on a new trajectory. And that feels really good. There's a new, yeah, there's just a new confidence. And it has nothing to do with my physical appearance. Earlier, we, we listed the uh, various aspects of change. Right. What I've heard from you already, though, Christine, it started out, did it start out with a wanting a physical change of your body? Because let me, let me explain. Yeah. I've already heard and seen in your life the, over the last probably nine months, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional change. Right. And it's affected us as, yeah. a, as a married couple. Sure. So it's, it's been a, a relational change as well. Right. So what's your question? Well, the question is, do you believe it started out as a desiring a physical change? And there's nothing wrong with that if it, if it was. Uh-huh. Probably at this point in my life, last July, it was equal. Yes, I needed to lose weight physical, but my mental was suffering because, well, yeah, I, I, I didn't feel good. I felt bad about myself. I physically did not feel good. So I would say it was 50-50, physical and mental. And we've said this before in other episodes, but we cannot really, we cannot separate the various aspects of who we are. They do impact one another, right? right? Everything overlaps. They, they, They really do. So to help the listener, Chris, I think it would be good to go back to those things that we talked about, those five principles, and let's unpack those with my story. So if you wouldn't mind asking those things, number one, your life will be impacted. Just ask me those questions. Okay, sure. Let me answer it. Christina, yeah. your life will be and has been impacted, uh-huh. okay, by this change. And it's also impacted some lives of others. So talk about that. Right. So at the very beginning, uh, considering making this change for my health, I had to to look at the possible consequences. I, for me, I am not promoting this as what is good for you? I've tried everything out there. But for me, I adhered to a low glycemic, low carb, no sugar um, diet that required me to eat every two to three hours. And I knew the first chunk of this eating program, the consequences were saying no to some really things that I liked or some really good things that I like. Okay. I've seen you do that as well. Right. The consequences would be when everybody else is indulging in ice cream sundaes, 
I'm going to sip on a Coke Zero. Uh, the consequences for me, honestly, the biggest things were saying no to foods that I would really like. Saying no to when everybody else is in bed, having a snack just to soothe emotions. I had to say no to that. Those were, it seems silly now saying it out loud, but those were consequences that at the time <laughs> seemed impossible, but I knew I had to make them. Okay. How difficult would you say it's been? The scale of one to 10, 10 being the most difficult uh-huh. to deal with those consequences. In the beginning, pretty hard. But what made the difference for me is I kept my why <laughs> dangling like a carrot before me. That's important. And I also, through the help of a health coach that went along with my program, she gave me really practical tools. Instead of saying, oh, I can't have that ice cream sundae, I'm choosing not to have that hot fudge sundae or I'm choosing not to eat whenever I want to I'm only going to choose to eat every two to three hours having some tools made made it easier okay let's look at a second aspect things to consider when making a change Mm -hmm. this change Christina could make it difficult and require a great deal of work on your part and maybe even some deep soul searching Talk about that, please, because I've, I've seen that more in you than anything else. Yeah, I um, I knew that was a change because what we think we act on. And so I didn't get overweight just from eating stuff. There were some deeper things causing me to eat, right? And so that required me to really do some deep soul searching and asking the Lord, why do I want a whole plate of nachos right now other than choosing not to why why does a certain size make me feel good i had to surrender a lot of old habits old thoughts that were not easy but they were necessary do you and you don't have to do you want to share any particular on the soul searching part things that you realize this is why i'm eating this or why i'm doing this oh sure emotional eating totally an emotional eater. Oh, it's somebody's birthday. Let's celebrate. Give me a second piece of cake. Oh gosh, I've had a hard day. I'm just going to go introvert by myself, watch my favorite sitcom and have whatever, you know, um, it didn't matter. Happy, sad, neutral, need to numb out. Um, I'm stressed out, whatever, total emotional eating. That that was my biggest thing. And having to be honest about that, <laughs> be honest about how much I really was eating okay. in secret and confessing that, yeah, I, I was not only hiding food from people I love, but hiding that with God too. And boy, confession is good for the soul. Yeah. Think back for a moment. When we were enjoying a good meal before you started this journey. Uh-huh. Were you, could you just enjoy a meal with our family and sit down and we're all having nachos tonight. Were you able to sit down and enjoy it for the, the, the flavor and the, the connection with the family? Or was there, was there always, or at least some of the time, a battle in the mind? Oh, always a battle. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. I, I feel like I'm going to eat too much. But if I eat too much, I'm never going to get back into these jeans. Oh, but this tastes so good. I want some more. This one time won't hurt. Constant. I always had eating companions, and they were never nice. Wow. Eating companions. I never thought about that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Can we move on to the next? Yeah. Okay. 
So change, which is lasting, usually requires a mindset shift. Yes, and this is, again, it's attached to my why. Choosing, realizing I had power to make choices and they didn't have to be bad. (laughs) I could choose. I will have a piece of string cheese and 14 almonds instead of whatever. I can choose this because this will help me get to my goal. I want to be 77 and be able to engage with grandchildren and be able to be a mentor to younger women. If I choose this, this gets me to my goal. That that has been my mindset shift. Now, have there been times, like we just got back a few weeks ago from a trip. Road trips were always a good excuse to throw any sort of diet plan out the window and just have a great time. We actually talked about that. We stopped a couple of times yeah. or more um, at the convenience stores to get fuel and we'd go in to use the restroom. Yeah. And I never, I never, most of the time I never eat a bunch of junk. Yeah. I do some. Yeah. But I found myself looking at the junk on the shelves yeah. too long. I wasn't even hungry, but it's a mindset. Yeah. I'm on vacation. Let's just go crazy. Right. So it was kind of a trigger, but it, once again, I chose not to indulge in the bag of Cheetos and a couple of candy bars or whatever, you know. And I also prepared ahead of time, which is a mindset shift. Okay, in two hours, I will have in my purse a healthy snack that I can have. Okay. So again, for me, keeping the why before me informed my mindset shift and give myself I gave myself choices, and it always spoke into the goal. I get to choose this because it helps me support my goal. I don't think I've ever had this thought until now as you talk about your journey. Was there ever a time that you said no to dessert because we were were together? Uh Uh-huh. And I had said no, so you thought, well, I don't want to eat this in front of Chris. Oh, all the time. Really? Absolutely. Or saying no, because if I eat this, people will know how I got this big, so I'll eat it later when nobody else is around. Okay, well. Yeah. All right. We're just being honest. No, I know, but that's that's a really heavy... Burden to carry. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, In the mind that that most people would not understand if they've not gone through it. Yeah. All right, fourth one. Yeah. That a mentor is is good to have as you prepare to make a change and someone to encourage you along the way because change can get difficult. Yeah. Right? Right. So talk about that. Yeah. So again, I subscribe to an eating plan. I am not promoting it. If you want to find out what it is, send us a private message. I'd be happy to tell you about it. Again, I tried everything in the book, but this worked for me and I had a health coach And every Monday, I knew that I would be accountable to her, which was a good thing. In the beginning, it scared me to death. But then in the long run, it it became a good thing. And so when I would say, okay, this may seem silly, but I had this trigger pop up. And she would go, oh, girl, that was my instance to try doing this or drink more water or having somebody she'd walked her own health journey, right? She'd made these changes that that were new for me. And it was just, it was so life-giving. So she re- she related to your your changes that you were trying to make because yeah. she'd been on a similar journey. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's and really And she happened to, she is a Christian. And so she would also say, you know what, let's pray about that right now. Okay. Remember your why, Christina. And so she would remind me of my own words. <laughs> 
and she prayed for me. So that was the extra added bonus. And yeah, it was very, very, very life-giving. What I've heard you say so far, in the past, maybe you would have let a a dress be your motivation. I lose this weight, and therefore I can wear this dress at this event. Right. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But is the dress... Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is the dress now not like, I don't want to say dessert, but, but it, that's kind of no pun intended. <laughs> don't trigger me. <laughs> yeah, no. sorry. But <laughs> like a, a reward kind of, uh, this is my journey. This is why I'm doing it. But I will get to enjoy wearing this dress at this event because I've lost the weight. Uh-huh. Okay, you lost me. I, I don't know you. what you were asking. Okay, in the past, would you have had like a dress or some kind of outfit in mind? I'm going to lose the weight so I can wear this dress at this event. Oh, Addison's wedding, for sure. Okay, our daughter's wedding. Yeah, that was the goal. What's different about the dress now? Uh, one, the dress is hugely <laughs> too big for me. And it was a beautiful, it's a beautiful dress. <laughs> it was a beautiful dress. But I depended on that dress for my confidence. Oh, that's good. And not... God giving me his approval for making good choices, not perfect, but good choices on a consistent basis and surrendering my why to him. Okay. Can we finish up with this? The last one, number five. Yep. 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 Sometimes, not sometimes, there will be roadblocks that sometimes you cannot even imagine that will try to hinder your change. Sure. What did you experience some of those? Yeah, so I am a rule follower, and every two to three hours you eat. Well, there were times where maybe it was three and a half or four hours because we were at an event or something, and I would give myself grace. I wasn't being purposefully disobedient. One or two times during this however long journey it's been, we were invited to someone's house, and... I made the best choices given with what they served us. And I didn't, that was a roadblock like, oh, I'm not eating my six ounces of lean or whatever. I may have only had four and then too many vegetables or whatever. Those were hindrances. But instead of in the past throwing in the towel, well, that's okay. I'll just eat the cake and the ice cream and whatever. I, I, I kept consistent. Okay. Yeah. But there were plenty of times where... There's opportunity for a roadblock. I just found a way to move around it. <laughs> okay. So let's wrap this up. Yep, yep, yep. I want to end with this. So do you really want change? Guys, there there are things in my life I really want to see change, but I've got to make some decisions on yeah. that if it's going to happen. Right. And no one else can do that for me. Yeah. I've tried to change people. Yeah. By my motivation. I by wish my, that would work. <laughs> I do too, but it doesn't. It has yeah. to come from within. So there's no shame and guilt, guys. Yeah. If you haven't made a change that you know that's necessary, today's a new day. Yeah. So what do you want to change? Okay. Why do you want to see this change take place? How do you see your situation being different with this change? Mm-hmm. And then what are you willing to do? to make this change. And we also need to ask ourselves this, what am I not willing to do? Yeah. So change is a part of life. Sometimes change is thrown upon us, but I find the healthier I am, it's because I've made deliberate changes in my own life. Yeah. But it takes work and we need support. Yeah, good. Wow, as always, thank you guys for listening. Are you considering a change? I think if you go back and look at these principles, these are some good things to help you get on a a really good course to affect some real change in your life. Thanks for listening. 
We want to thank you as always for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast, if you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to FahrenheitMentoring.org. Hi, this is Chris Corral, producer of the Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring Podcast. This podcast is produced through a partnership with the Confetti Corral Boutique and Michelle Corral Realtor. To find out more about these businesses who support our vision and ministry, go to confetticorral.com or find them on Facebook.